How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have a new season co-star with me, Dr. Holly Lucille. How's it going, Dr. Holly? Well, it's great because I am definitely uh, in your category over 40. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to pick your brain. Well, uh, Dr. Holly, let's uh, let's go into our final uh, topic. Um, we were kind of just discussing some of my fasting I've been doing, and my audience has heard me last like month or so going over my little five week fasting program. But I, I kind of wanted to pick your brain on what you th- you know your views on fasting, especially for females, because you know I, you know I'm not a doctor, and I've I've heard for females there was always that thing where even intermittent fasting they shouldn't go too tight of a schedule on that for hormone based. Not yeah. to mention fasting for a full day or longer. So, you know, kind of wanted to pick your brain on that. Yeah. So obviously there's a lot of research out on on fasting and intermittent fasting and the health benefits of it and all that stuff. But um, what I can say when it comes to women, especially in their fertile years, right? So different for me, I'm 56, I'm way through menopause and I can fast a good 15, 16 hours, have an eight hour feeding and I can do that mostly every day, if not five, six times a week. And I'm fine. I'm actually better off for it. However, our bodies are so super brilliant and that hormone balance is so super sensitive. And when, when our bodies are thinking just from a pure biological perspective, right? So reproduction, 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 it's kind of like if you're overly stressed, right? Your, your body is like, "Mm." it's thinking that it's running from a bear, even though It's just the chronic confounded and compounded stressors of our modern day. And and your body's like, you know what? Reproduction would be a really optimistic goal at this point in time while I'm running from a bear. So there are shifts that happen. There, you go from a hormonal thriving situation, right? Where estrogen and progesterone are having this dynamic interplay that are setting up your cycle, right? And it goes and it shifts into... Um, more of your progesterone being used as a stress hormone, as cortisol. It, it, it can be converted that way. And if you fast for too long, there can sort of be a thing in your brain that's like, hmm, wait a minute. There's, we're not getting the nourishment. We're not getting the energy needed. We might have to, so, the, so we all know this term homeostasis. Well, allostasis is the brain making body-wide changes in the response to something that's chronic. So if you're not getting that appropriate nourishment in or the signals that you're feeding yourself, then some shifts can be happening. And yes, that is where hormonal imbalances in fertile women can take place during this whole idea of fasting. So, yeah. So, you know, there's some tips. Don't fast on consecutive days, like maybe one. That's, I mean, primally we would do that you know, we'd have a good, good kill and then we yeah. have a good eat. wait a couple days or, and then, yeah. So it's the consistent. So in, in fertile years, um, instead pick no more than two or three days at a time. Right. And then the 12 to 13 hour fast is much better than that pushing that 16 hour fast. This is what they've seen in more. Um, and then certainly when on menstruation, we don't want to fast then. I think okay. it's really important to care for the body then, um, not fasting when you're bleeding. Um, I think it's, it's a choose the best diet too. I mean, it's not only, I think when women eat during their fertile years, it's what they eat and the quality of food. One of my mentors says, it's not the food because we, you know, we harp on a lot of food and we get really restrictive in some of our recommendations. It's what we've done to it that 
is sort of the bad thing. So that's the biggest thing about hormones and women and fasting. Other than that, I think the science is pretty clear. You're feeling great. There's something called autophagy that happens. So auto is self and phagos means to eat. So the cells, when, when not getting barraged with constant food all the time, and they get burdened with just a little bit of like, Hey, where's my, where's that coming from? It's not starvation. It's just a little bit of like, they'll start to eat their own debris. So it's actually this built-in detoxification method Hmm. by giving yourself a break, right? So break fast breakfast is where that comes from, from that chronic intake of food and digestion and all those things that are elicited when your body's, when your brain feels like food's coming down the pike. Yeah. So, so in like uh non-fertile years, you know, whatever number that is 45 plus that kind of thing, can women, what's better for women to do uh, the intermittent fasting time schedule seven days a week or not so constrictive and just pick that one day doesn't even have to be every week, but pick a day and go long. Like what I'm doing, like 24, 36 way. hours. Yeah. Either way, you know, I've seen people either way, okay. whatever and whatever, you know, and it, and it also, I will have to say, depends on how vital you are, right? A person who doesn't have good adrenal resilience. So then what happens is, you know, when we're sleeping, um, we don't have a lot of energy being utilized. So glucose isn't that important. That's why we don't need to eat because our brain can't function without glucose. And we yeah. get glucose from blood sugar, from the food that we eat and digest and assimilate and all that stuff. And so if somebody is not adrenally resilient, and what what does that mean? Well, we've got a lot of slang terms out there, like adrenal burnout, um, or my adrenals are fried. And this is because of chronic stressors, also burning the candle at both ends, lots of caffeine on board, um, stimulants, you know, pre-workout, big, uh, those cans of, you know. uh, Rockstar or Red Bull. Yes. So if you're not adrenally resilient, meaning you're not that healthy when it comes to stress, then fasting can be a problem because when there's no food in the tank and your brain goes to work, okay, it is an alarm response. And if you're healthy, it's fine. Your adrenal glands will tell your brain to tell your liver to kick out glycogen. So gluconeogenesis, which will make a little bit of glucose. So you're like, cool, your brain's fine. You're thinking, you're driving, no problem. I got this. You can even work out on a fasted state. Like everything's great. If that's not the case, heal those adrenals first, get your reserves back. And then you can choose, you know, you can do the two to five, like two days fasting, five days eating, or the intermittent fasting where at least 12 pushing it to 16 would be best. Yeah. And the other thing, too, I tell people if they're even interested is first, you know, check with your doctor. You always got to throw that claim out, at least in my world. But uh, just with anything in moderation, like we just talked about, don't don't go for this crazy long fast. Just pick a shorter time window the next week. If you felt good, maybe add an hour or two hours and work into it. Like the 36 hour fast I just did, it took me a while to get to that long of time. I didn't just go for it. But you just test your own body out. Yeah. And, you know. If you think about the number one, like, I hate this word, anti-aging longevity hack that's out there, it's caloric restriction, right? And we have to understand in our country why that hasn't swiftered the nation. I mean, everyone, everybody's into longevity these days and, you know, all the new meds that are out there, they're using off-label and stuff. 
But honestly, if you could decrease your caloric intake, make those calories quality, that's the, that's the consistency that we want people. You know, when you do eat, it's what you eat that counts. And, and now when we're talking about fasting, sure it is when you eat, but that what is so important, that quality and making sure, as you said, you got your macros, your micros, get good soil that is making sure that that food is, is nutrient dense. I think that's the biggest thing and decrease your calories. Just don't overdo it. And that's some people try to say, well, you know, going back to like eating organic, it's just, it costs too much and da, da, da. Well, how about you uh, decrease your um, caloric intake for the week, that money you just saved, spend it on a little bit better quality food and just eat less. And now, you know, you're eating better and you're kind of playing by the fasting rules. So you win, win, win. It's, that's a great point. Put it that way. I don't think anybody can argue with you. Yeah. And then treat yourself. Go on a Vegas trip with your boys in August and meet us out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you and I joked before. It's like there is the ebb and flow of life. There's retox and detox. And then the, the, the ocean goes out. The tide comes back in. Um, but, you know, I think if it's not a bad thing to do. If you get a rhythm down and it, like you, you're, you're doing great. You know that this weekend is going to be probably... Um, all bets are off, right? From your usual mindful way of living, being, and consuming. And so you're, in my opinion, you're you're putting these deposits on board so you can afford the withdrawals. Yes. Too many people go into a weekend like that, can't afford the withdrawals, and then they quote unquote bankrupt themselves with their health. And that's when the slippery slope of autoimmune disease, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, all that stuff you know, starts to show up and it's just no fun. You got to help your health. It's it's called being wealthy, like with the W and then the health. Well. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to start using that. <laughs> you, you go right ahead. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Dr. Holly, for uh, being on the show. Um, uh, is there, uh, what's the best place for anyone to get a hold of you? If I don't know if you're still taking clients or, you know, I know you got your website. You can plug whatever you want in there. So, no, thank you for asking. Um, just to, to let your viewers know, um, I had a very robust private practice for 20 years, took a job at a high-end concierge practice, and then um, rolled out of that in January. I'm starting with a new company called um, Beverly Hills Institute for Precision Medicine, where we're going to get into getting people de-enabled and just understanding more of their genetic influences for their health, but also doing functional medicine testing. And then I am still seeing a few private clients, um, people that are really willing to lean in and work with me. Um, and my website right now is just, you can't really, there's no contact form, but you can email me at drholly at drhollylucille.com. My website is pretty scrubbed down because we're going to start a new landing page, but that's just drhollylucille.com. I would say it's a little transitional period for me. Yeah. Well, that sounds ex uh, exciting with all the DNA stuff out there. That's going to be the the future. So yeah, yeah it's exciting. Well, um, yeah. Circle back in six months and I'll, 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 we'll come in and talk about that. Get people. A absolutely. Yeah. I'll stay in touch and get you back on the show. That'd be yeah, great. And Brad, have a lovely weekend. You worked hard and you deserve it. And so happy birthday and, 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 and good health to you. I think you're doing a great job. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Holly. I'll be buying my milk thistle tonight and uh, we'll <laughs> get back on my podcast next week. So okay, thank you so much.